Welcome to the Game is Drunk Podcast. My name is Jason Ariola, and joining me today for episode 74 is John Lucero. Hello. Ooh, are we going for the uh, light rock, let's talk, uh, smooth jams all night long, baby, kind of thing? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, it's only two in the afternoon where I'm at, though, so it's kind of weird to do it. <laughs> Five o'clock somewhere, baby. And also joining us today is Frankie Ordaz. Hello. Oh, come on, Frankie, you got to keep the trend up, man. I'm sorry. Let me. Hello. No, that's too sexy. <laughs> oh, that was kind of pedophile. <laughs> too, too sexy. Bring it back. Bring yeah. it back. <laughs> a little, a little, little too, uh, little too candy in a van. Sexy there. Okay, let's let's not do this. <laughs> All right, retreat, retreat. Back off. Back off. I'll edit this out. Okay. So. Anyway, guys. Smoke filled um, room. Not candy in the van. Oh, you can't you can't do this to me. I, I'm not feeling too good. You can't <laughs> put no, me on the exactly spot. Why like we're that. gonna do it? This is great. Podcasting gold, baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. That's what I would do. All right. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and Frankie, do you want to start off with what you've been playing? Because I know you're not feeling so great. So this way, in case you got a jump ship on us, we'd uh, like to get your thoughts for a change because I'm sure everyone's just, you know, delighted that John and I are back again, again, <laughs> again. But it's nice, it's nice. It's nice having somebody else's <laughs> voice on here aside from me and John. So why don't you go ahead and start? Oh, yes. Yeah. But you guys are the reason why they keep coming back, right? Right. Theoretically, I guess. I guess. I mean, yeah. We are the only ones on here. Right <laughs> I was going to say, we're the only fucking common denominator, so I assume that's true somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, I guess first I've been playing Prey. Um, I haven't been playing a whole lot of it, but I, I got to say, it's something that I, I keep thinking about. I keep uh, uh, picking it up every now and then, and I'm really enjoying it uh, way more than I thought that I would. Um. The, I, I really like the way that the, the story kind of messes with you. You don't really – I feel like you don't really know exactly what's going on. Like there's layers of twists, um, which are really cool. Um, it's it's kind of not nice to see that in a video game where a lot of the times I feel <clears throat> stories are super predictable when it comes to video games, right? Um, yeah, save the princess. Same yeah, thing. exactly. Or they're just silly, as we've discussed many, many times on this thing. <laughs> yeah, so this one's been nice in that, you know, I, 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 it's, since it's all about psychological stuff, it's, it's cool that it's also messing with you um, in that sense. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, and the gameplay is just a lot better than I, I honestly expected it to be. It's, it's a very solid uh, shooter. Um, I get some elements of uh, uh, Dead Space kind of while playing it, and um, <clears throat> and that's really cool. It hasn't really scared me a whole lot, um, except for there's one scene so far that just it was like a total jump moment, but it it got me real bad. Like I straight up jumped out of my chair. <laughs> it was okay. pretty embarrassing, but but um, but yeah, it's 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 really amazing. I like. Um, I like the way that when you are collecting items, the the way that you uh, can take all the your junk items and essentially turn them into materials to be used for upgrading weapons or creating other items and whatnot. It's it's a really cool system because uh, I also feel too like sometimes you're picking up junk at the beginning of the game of any game, going, I don't know if I'm going to need this, but I'm going to grab it now and find out later. I'm just um, going to hold and- everything. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You can pick up pretty much anything in that game and turn it into material. I've played it too, Frankie. Oh, God almighty. Yes. You guys shouldn't have told me that. I Because yeah. if I end up playing yeah. this, this game is going to take me 65 hours to beat now. 
it's, well, it's yeah. The good thing is that you know that you can actually use all of those items. So, I mean, it makes the inventory management system actually a little bit more difficult, I guess you could say, because there's been plenty of times that I've just sat there like, I really want to keep some of these materials, but uh, I really need these bullets or whatever it is, you know? So Yeah, it, it makes everything, it gets stuff purpose that you wouldn't normally have in a game because it's got a very Bioshock kind of design to it and you yeah. know you could, you could you could interact with a lot of things in bioshock but everything you picked up was just you turn it it was this junk that you could sell but now you can uh you can sell it or you can turn it into materials to make to make more bullets or like health packs or the like or neuromods yeah and that's the cool part is uh being able to actually uh, make the neuromods um which is super key. I, I didn't think that they would, they would let you be able to do that, especially because I feel like I'm I'm still pretty early on in the game. Like I haven't I don't think unlocked every everything that I could possibly do in the menus. Um, what are, are neuro mods? So those are like they're like upgrades essentially. They're okay. like how you kind of level up your your character. Um, some of them give you abilities. Some of them uh, enhance those abilities. Um, things like that. So. It's it's what um, and I too the the point that I've just got to was um, finding out that uh, what is it that the the newer mods could could end up uh, having the turrets attack you. Oh yeah, because right? you find because you uh, the a- aliens that are called Typhon, and you have a. You have a choice at one point in the game to to use neuromods or don't. I mean, at any at any point in the game you can make this choice, but as soon as you do, you get they're made of like Typhon DNA, and uh, the turrets in the game are designed to automatically target uh, Typhon, so they will start attacking. You'll start getting attacked by turrets if you use neuromods. Yeah, and they, they're such a huge help at the beginning of the game. Like anytime I saw a turret, I'd be like, Shh, I'm gonna go get that and carry it with me for a bit and. They're super, super helpful. So I'm, I'm really worried about um, using enough of those um, and getting those powers and whatnot, um, and then having them just shoot me because they take down enemies pretty quickly. They're, they're really the turrets are, are really kind of like a godsend in, in some of the some of the harder areas. Um, so yeah, so I'll be worried when they start targeting. I believe, uh, if I remember correctly, you can hack them and they won't attack you if you hack them. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. I saw that, and I was wondering what exactly hacking did because I did it a few times. and was like, my yeah. parents just a gun the, there. The hacking mini game is a pain in the ass in that game. By the, in my in my opinion, it's. Oh, uh, I think so too. It's very finicky. Like it's it's kind of like a maze puzzle. And you're trying to lead a thing through a maze of electrified walls, and of course, and hit the wall, it bounces all over the place like a fucking game of operation. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so it's and and, and it's timed. <laughs> yeah. And if you get it to the end, you have to hit uh, a button at the end to, like, lock it in once you get the little ball to the right point in the maze. But if you hit the wrong button, it, like, shoots it out. Yeah, it randomizes the button, too. Like, it's never the same button at the end, which is it se- which seems unnecessary, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Just an extra fuck you at the end yeah. of that. It's 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 pretty diff- it's, it's For me, it's a little too difficult for what it should be. Yeah, and you get hurt if you fail it. Like it, it does damage to you. It shoots you out of the right. hacking thing, and then it, like you get hurt. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, but I, uh, I don't know what else. What other elements are there that are really good about it? Um, 
or that are notable, I should say. Level design, I would say, it's pretty damn good in that game. Yeah, and the, actually the sound also, uh, to go along with that, the way everything is laid out, um, I, I, there's enough to explore and get lost in for a bit, but you don't do that for too long that you feel like you're, you're spending too much time doing other stuff. Um, <clears throat> I feel, anyways. Um, and there's, there's, but there's also, uh, like, uh, computers that have all sorts of extra information, and there's all these extra little side things that you can do, um, which are really cool. And the, the way that it, it all comes together, it makes you feel like you're very much in this world. So it's very, it's very immersive. Yeah. And our, Kane, the studio behind it, has uh, kind of mastered that, I guess, in the last two in their last two games, the Dishonored games, which I've heard are uh, kind of ma- uh, master classes in level design. Mm-hmm. Problem is, I've I've heard that I haven't experienced it because every time I try to play an arcane game, and this goes with Prey, is I love so many things about it except for the act of playing, like doing things yeah. in it. Like you said, you like like you said you like <laughs> the combat, and I would I will be the devil's advocate on that and say I hate the combat in that game <laughs> I think it's clunky and I feel like I'm flailing constantly trying to hit things and enemies the enemy AI is is really odd it, it's kind of inconsistent like hmm. in a weird in a weird like those like little mimic will run away from you and then kind of run back and then run away but not they won't attack you like they'll kind of be indecisive about what they want to do which is I felt was kind of weird Huh, I had, I didn't really experience that, but I will say that when when you're fighting like at the very beginning when you have to fight the little mim- mimics um they are it, it is super annoying to to punch them. That's cuz like you said you you are just flailing a lot. It it's not until I got some weapons that I really like the combat. Yeah, and I I just I didn't think the weapons felt that good. And I play a lot of shooters, so I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of picky. And I guess it's <laughs> It's more it's more akin to the first Bioshock than because I think uh, Infinite's a much better shooter than that, and it's not Infinite's not a fantastic shooter by any means, but it's mm-hmm. it's in the way that you I don't think I don't remember being able to aim down the sights in this one. I think it's all hip fire or whatever you want to call it. I guess I think but, so, uh, yeah. And so yeah, it just it it doesn't feel very dynamic, which which kind of bothered me. I like but mm-hmm. the. I will say, like I said, the level design is fantastic. Like the amount of like freedom you have to explore that place is pretty incredible. There is a speed run of that game being beaten in 20 minutes. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> really? Holy cow! Yeah, because they found a a path they could they could create themselves to the end of the game. And then huh. I don't I don't remember if there were any glitches used. I just know that there is a and I know how they did it. I have a general idea of how they did it too. I don't want to say anything so because I don't want you to. But uh. <clears throat> It's you can access it pretty early on, so hmm. like the, like there's just a lot of freedom in that game, a lot, which is cool. At least for traveling around, the choice system didn't seem too. Big. Like it was kind of like, do you want to hack this door or do you want to go around the door and event? It's yeah, kinda, that's kind of like the choice system. It's kind of just how do you want to uh, explore this la- this uh, facility? Yeah. Um... But, but that's been cool, too, because I, I, I do like finding points that I've come across. and like, oh, I could have done it in a completely different way if I would have looked over here instead of where I did. Um, but, yeah, I, I am liking that they do give you those options um, to kind of explore how you want. 
which is really really cool and uh, i don't know i guess coming off of breath of the wild it's it's nice to see that sort of openness you know being able to oh, yeah. to continue uh to explore a game the way that you want versus the way you need to you know yeah it's like like i said it's a very it's a very it's a surprisingly large game or uh than you would ex- that you you would expect that it was uh I've, like I was talking to Jason off the air, I think it takes the people taking like 40 hours to beat the game. Mm-hmm. If they don't, if if they just do all a lot of side content or longer, I think. Uh, oh, actually, have you run into any technical issues while you've been playing? I actually haven't. Um, I am what, playing on PC. I was just going to ask what uh, what console you're, or system you're playing yeah. on. That that might answer that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were there problems on the consoles? Uh yeah, some frame rate issues, some actual some this game breaking bugs like uh, oh. in the in the game like it it's which is else many have since since been patched. Uh, if you if anyone knows about the IGN review, that's kind of an example of um, some of the things like a, the reviewer couldn't finish the game, he, and, <laughs> and he had put it like forty or sixty hours something like into the game and he couldn't finish it. And then the arcane sent him a, a another copy with, with a save, like with a, another save where, where near where he was at. And then mm-hmm. that that broke too, so he couldn't finish that one either. Wow. <laughs> so he gave, so he ended up giving it a four out of ten because he. And then uh, when he finally was able to finish it, he changed his review, and I think he's got an eight or a seven something now. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a big controversy for people. Um, I don't. It's a reviews and opinion. I don't really care what what people do with their scores. It's yeah. read, read the review again. It was, but uh, <laughs> but that uh, takes time and uh, effort, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least read the summary paragraph at the end. If <laughs> you can at least do that, I guess. But uh, it's huh. Yeah. That's so, yeah. unfortunate. Uh, yeah, no, but I I haven't had any technical issues at all that I can think of. Um, yeah, no. It's it's been pretty smooth sailing. Yeah, it's. I don't remember having. I think I had some frame rate stuff, but that's pretty common in games these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I think I had some some quest stuff mess up for me too. Like they're like characters not loading in when they should have. And it's at one point. Oh yeah, so. somebody told somebody told me that they had a bug like that. Um, well, yeah, it was uh, some quest. It wasn't the the anything any main thing going on it was just something to the side a side quest that uh uh they couldn't finish for some stupid reason yeah yeah but uh, i put about eight eight to ten hours into that game but then i i started reviewing injustice and then i kind of just forgot about it and then i didn't really went then i kind of just uh never never went back to it like i said it was i like a lot of things about it and i could praise like level design all day but I just don't like playing it that much. It's, uh, hmm. That's yeah. that's fair. Well, yeah. I mean, because if if the the shooting as if the shooter aspect isn't going to appeal to you, then I mean that's it's that's what it is at its heart. So yeah, it's, it's kind of like part of the game. Yeah, it's it's going to get lost on you at that. Yeah, point, I was going to so say. I yeah, can't, I can't blame you for that. Main way you interact with the game isn't really that grabbing to you. It does sort of limit your ability to get in there and yeah. enjoy the thing. Yeah, like I, like I said, same thing with Dishonored. Uh, it might just be an arcane feel. Like, I don't like the feel of their games, maybe. I don't know. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, That's fair. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I guess the other one that um, I haven't played a whole lot of this yet. Uh, hey, guys, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to go catch Overwatch. a nap or something here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what game is this, Frankie? This is Overwatch. Over what? Overwatch. Watch. Okay. Over. Right. Yes. John, I think we're overdoing it on this gag. <laughs> okay. I, I like doing it every week. It's pretty fun every week to do that. <laughs> but yes, I, I have heard of Overwatch, Frankie. Please tell me what you think of Overwatch. <laughs> I, I, so I'm, as, as a newcomer to this, I am feeling very overwhelmed. There's a lot of characters. Oh, oh I see you did there. Right, uh, <laughs> there is, uh, <laughs> There, there's, there's a lot to get down. The controls are, they're not, I, I don't know. It, it feels unusual for me. Maybe, maybe because this is actually the first, uh, shooter, uh, like, like, uh, like, of, I guess I should say like multiplayer shooter that I've ever played on a PC. Okay. Um, so the controls feel a little weird for me. Um, but it's super, super fun. Like I am enjoying the crap crap out of it every match even when i lose um it's i enjoy it so much because there's so much variety inside of it um also too there's a few characters that i just picked up really well right off the bat um i can't remember their names <laughs> so just describe them and i will remember i'll remember their names uh, one's one's like the like the westerny shooter McCree. guy McCree. Yeah, yeah there you okay. go yeah, yeah him i don't know like it was <laughs> Mad Dog McCree. Yeah. Three Dog McCree. <laughs> <laughs> All I could think of is a Three Dog Knight. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for some reason with him, he was, like, the first uh, uh, character that I, I played with, and, like, I just knocked it out of the water in the first battle. Yeah, he's very popular on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, the, with the mouse, he's very, very effective because he's all about precision. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard I've heard he's very very popular on that platform at least. I am no good with McCree. That's one of the few characters <laughs> I can't play even competently, or at least I don't feel comfortable with. Like one of the, like the three characters I I don't feel comfortable with. So, mm-hmm. but it, it's interesting because uh, there's a like half of the characters I didn't really feel comfortable playing. Like I, there was a whole lot of what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, they're all very yeah. It, it, they're all unique, so which means that it takes t- it will take. Not all of them will gravitate. I mean, you're not gravitate towards all of them because they're all so different. In yeah, exactly. And and you know, for the most part, I think when it comes to the, these shooters, there's a whole. There's usually a button usually does the same sort of action for multiple characters. Um, in this one, that's not necessarily true. Uh, right trigger will hurt people. Is like is, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Is, uh, like, unless you're mercy and you haven't switched to your handgun mm. <laughs> yeah but um it's it's that variety that i actually think that i'm i'm really starting to enjoy um because uh like now there's only a handful of characters where i'm like okay i might need to spend more time with them like uh the the guy who's all very buddha like you know with the spinning yeah. yeah i i I cannot play him more shit. <laughs> oh, Zenyatta is one of, is one of the uh, harder to pick up healers. He's uh, he took me a while to get used to. I'm still not. He's probably my worst in that in that category. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, he's a he's more of an offensive healer in a lot of ways too. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I can see, well, yeah, I guess I could see that because he has the 
the the other orb that he throws out, right? Yeah, that's a his his key ability is that just being able to switch that orb between a bunch of people like, like constantly is yeah. uh is the trick for him that I that I, I at least I think so. Again, I'm not a very good Zenyatta player, so I guess I'm not the right person to ask exactly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, besides all that, it's 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 a it, I, for me, it's so easy to fall into this game. Like every time that that I actually haven't haven't purchased it, so I haven't played it in a week. But I was playing for the free weekend. But I played it like four or five times, and every time it was just like, oh, I'll just play for a little bit, and then like three hours later, it was like, okay, I need to stop. Just one more match. <laughs> yeah, it it was my short time game last year when I had to kill some time. But usually, if uh, if I didn't have a set thing I had to go do, that that would turn into into uh, hours if i wasn't careful yeah exactly because it just like it rolls especially when it came out it just rolls into another match so fast and uh yeah yeah. it was weird um we were having a hard time actually connecting but uh i guess um um the friend that i was playing with um her brother was playing with us and uh he's like plays all the time super high level and what whatnot so uh he was saying that that was probably why when we were playing with him it was harder to find a match because the matchmaking was probably getting weird because we were such different levels yeah it, it's it takes longer if you have a big like gap in levels oh it's yeah trying, it's trying was to that find what a, was going on there with us yeah it's just it's trying to find a balance and it's harder to uh when you have such a a, a gap in levels yeah, because I noticed when I was by myself or with uh, or even uh, with Angeli, it wasn't taking nearly as long to get into a match. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's no Friday the Thirteenth, but it can take some time if you have a uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, a uh, diverse group. But yeah, like I, I I love Overwatch. Jason knows that. Everyone listening to the podcast knows that. I could <laughs> I could talk about it for a podcast. <laughs> but I'm limiting you to two minutes. Yeah. I said once, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, I I haven't since I haven't heard uh, how you felt about it, Jason. Why don't you give me a, a brief synopsis of your feelings? Um, I liked it. It wasn't for me. It's I. I John and I uh, talked about this last week, but I was pretty impressed with how many different like character variants there are that you can find something that meshes with you. It wasn't until like the very like last two rounds we played that I, uh, that I found, uh, junk rat. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Oh, devil yeah. Man. yeah. 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 The Australian meth head devil man. Like he was the only character, like I finally felt a vibe with and actually got play of the game in the last game we played. I think if I remember right. Oh, nice. yeah. At least in one of them, it was the one before the last game. Yeah. yeah he did. Yeah. So. so I finally found a character that like, kind of fit my play style a little bit which is i don't have to be terribly accurate and just go ahead and just like oh this this will do for the most part if i just do some splash damage that'll work but um yeah i'm uh i'm as you can go watch on our uh our game our most recent game night i'm a little bit more of like a slower paced tactical type shooter guy uh, we were playing rainbow six siege just or you know this last game night and that's more my style whereas mm-hmm. like overwatch is just a little too like frantic for me and it's the sort of thing, like, the only time I really got into that sort of game was Team Fortress 2 when it um, was on the orange box on the Xbox 360, and that was really yeah. the only time I kind of got into one of those, like, faster-paced shooter-type things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's accessibility and it's 
in a, in the way that it makes everyone playing it feel like they're contributing in some way is probably those are the two best best strengths and that's why it's so successful it's uh, yeah i i think so that that's definitely how i felt cuz even even if i wasn't doing the best um you know some of some of the modes um like like just with like capture the flag or whatever um you know you do feel like you're 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 contributing to it all even if even if you are failing you know and it's 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 fun even yeah. to fail <laughs> you know yeah. uh, i mean you could still get frustrated don't get me wrong but <laughs> oh yeah it's an online multiplayer game you're gonna get, yeah you're gonna get upset about something it's uh, but uh, it makes playing a healer fun, and that's a feat in and of itself. So <laughs> it makes yeah. that's very true because normally I don't like playing as healers a whole lot. Like I don't really mind playing any any class um, at all. Like it's kind of, for me, it's kind of like okay, whatever the team needs, that's that's cool. But I, I'm usually not in a rush to play a healer, you know. But I will say um, the 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 skating guy, um, Lucio. Yeah, he's, he's my favorite healer. Yeah, he's really cool. I really like him a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's actually like I wouldn't mind like right off the bat getting going into a match, actually picking him before anybody else has even picked any of their their uh, their characters. So, yeah, he's great. Kind of taking one so. from the team, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, that is the it's oh, good. Good. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say that is the one thing I have found about uh about Overwatch that I did like was that even being a healer didn't really feel like you were doing nothing. Whereas in Team Fortress yeah. 2, you literally just felt like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and get behind the uh, the big dude with the, uh, you know, with the minigun. And that was that was how you played with the healer. It just didn't really feel like there was much going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, it's like it actually gave you some offensive capabilities. And I, I appreciated that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's it's that's definitely one of the biggest things that it, that it's done extremely well is getting everybody to be in the mix and not feel like they're playing second tier at all. It's yeah, it's it's great. So I mean, I've said yeah, all so. I need to say again. So. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played a whole yeah. lot. I yeah. I want to get used to the characters some more. Um, uh, I actually got to purchase it. Um, I guess I have like one more day for their sale or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I, I fully intend to pick it up and start playing it on the regular. So, yeah, that's all I really got to say about it. It's it's awesome. It's amazing. If you haven't picked it up, you should definitely do it or go play at a friend's because it's definitely worth looking into to see if if. If it is something that is up your alley, because I mean, even like Jason said, it's it's not up his alley, but he can see that it's not a bad game. So try it out. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the middle of playing a bad game right now. Overwatch is not a bad game, and it's not my thing. So <laughs> the nice thing you ever said, Jason. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that'll be the end of it. No, no, seriously. If, if like I, I, I said this last week, if for whatever reason this game seems like your thing. And you haven't played it yet? I mean, go go hit a red box. You can rent it for a day for like three bucks, and it's worth worth giving it a go in that sense. Um, well, well yeah. I say too, even if it if it doesn't seem like it might be your thing, because I didn't think that it would be my thing at all. Actually, that's why I never picked it up. Like I kept seeing it, and I was like, yeah, it just it looks like a, a cartoony, silly shooter. Eh. But it's so much more. <laughs> <laughs> 
It really is. <laughs> and and yet it really is just a cartoon cartoony silly shooter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I, I guess you could uh, dumb down Mario games into that. It's it's a it's a cartoony platformer and. That's true. Yeah. I mean, calling Mario World and Mario 3 and Yoshi's Island cartoony platformers, you know, is putting them in the same character thing as like Bubsy, Ariel the Acrobat. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. It was Bubsy. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, found out this week that people that made Bubsy 3D also made Superman 64. Yep. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. I didn't. I did not know that. That was that was. That's a sad story. Yeah, they talked about that. <laughs> they talked about the uh, development hell that, and kind of pondered maybe what was going on with uh, Superman sixty four on a, uh, I think like three weeks ago on the Hardcore Gaming one hundred one's uh, top forty seven thousand games podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, they they gave it a lot more slack as far as like what it was probably going through to actually happen. But yeah, it's like the just, yeah, I don't know. It, it's worth a listen if you, uh, if you, if you're at all interested in it. And uh, I, I just recommend that podcast in general, but yeah, Superman 64 was, uh, yeah. Steam and dumpster fire. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, there's, yeah, I mean, they ranked it really low. So, I mean, there's not really, uh, they didn't really try so to like wh- say, Hey, there was something here worth it that, you know, you, you should go and at least try it. It's like, no, this game's not a, uh, there's some redeeming qualities like bubbling at the very bottom of the, uh, of the kettle, but there's not, there's none of them really came to, uh, came to the top. So what do you think is worse? E.T. or Superman? E.T. <laughs> I, I actually haven't played Superman. I, I don't know. Mm, you know what? It, I'm going to, I'm going to say Superman because at least E.T. had the, uh, had the unfortunate thing of having to be released. I like developed and released, I think in a period of three months and it was also limited by the technology where Superman 64 that I, I mean, it's a grand vision, Jason. I don't know. I don't know how else you can describe it. I think Superman, 60, those rings. Uh, Superman 64 was at least in development for a year, which is four times as long as ET. So you know, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't learn until last year that there's more than the rings in that game. Like there's a whole like on foot segment of that game. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, see, the, the the whole plot of the game is that you're brought into, I believe, virtual reality, and Lex Luthor brings you in a virtual reality to complete these challenges and stuff. That's what, and that the consent or the uh, like concession on that is that you are brought into virtual reality and you can beat up these people and kill them effectively because they're not real people. You're Superman. Oh. Why? Why would you? Why would you do this? You're like, okay, well, I'll play your game and I'll go into virtual reality to do this. It's like you have to put on some sort of device to do this while you've got this stupid headset on your head and you're doing this this crap. Couldn't he just come up and like slit his throat with a kryptonite dagger or something? I, it's. Uh, why are we terrible. talking about the plot of Superman sixty four? <laughs> you still. I already talking about the plot. I didn't say anything about the plot. I just said like there's a whole on foot segment. You're like, let's get deep into the plot of '64. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of weird concessions to be made for uh, any sort of like thing resembling a Superman story. I mean, yeah, Superman's one of those characters like in video games that I don't know if we'll ever get a decent one just because it's. It would be hard to make a good Superman game. You have. It's hard to, to make a. Uh, you, you make a good Superman anything. You can't make it's a character that's basically <laughs> unkillable killable without it seeming ridiculous. 
That's yeah. true. Yeah. He's he's great in Injustice. That's gonna be the guy and piece of shit though. <laughs> so right. That's, yeah. He's he's like that's the only time I ever liked his character. Me too. I appreciated it in uh, in when there the Superman the death of Superman thing, just because that was sort of a oh, novel oh. novel concept at the time. Yeah, and then it turned out mm-hmm. he was just taking a nap. Yeah, basically. He wasn't dead. He was taking yeah. a nap. And then it introduced like four other characters, <laughs> and you're like, oh God Almighty, okay. I, that, I I mean, that comic book killed death in comics. Like that was that's that's a very important comic book in a lot of good and bad ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do have to remember, you know, it's like you did just kill a god. So, of course, there was that chance of resurrection. But, like, you know, like when it first happened, it was like, oh, Superman's dead. I mean, he's dead. He's he's OK. That's weird. It's like, oh, Batman. Batman's yeah. still chilling, though. That's cool. Yeah. Like he Superman's like the the character is like, oh, he died. Oh, damn. OK. It's yeah. like it's like, uh, whoa, it's, it's that, serious. Uh, that doomsday is some yeah. fucked up shit. Then if he died, I mean, if yeah, if that guy got taken yeah. down, it's like, well, what what chance did Blue Beetle stand there? <laughs> the answer to that is none because I watched it and I think uh, I think Doomsday hit him once and he went flying like a mile and a half and Supergirl caught him and that was the only reason he wasn't dead after that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, anyway. Let's move on. Man, Let, right? Let's move on from Superman. There, John. John, why don't uh, why don't you talk about a little bit what you've been playing? Uh, first off, I want to hear about Nier Automata because you uh, you started that and you teased us well at least me and Brittany about it a little bit after the stream ended yesterday so i i want to get your thoughts on that one and then we'll talk about the other two surprise games you've got near's really cool guys <laughs> all right cool what are the other two games then <laughs> four out of five uh, but uh uh <laughs> yeah near is it's a weird game <laughs> go figure right from the guy that made no. the first year yeah, and, yeah and, and, the, and the three dragon guard games where there's incest and all this other weird shit going on and again yeah, who like actually this. wears where's that helmet you know constantly and has never really shown his face in public i can't imagine that this game would have any sort of oddities to it yeah like the most straight like the norm, most normal part in that game is the demo is like the the opening area which is from the which is what the demo was i don't like to play the demo frankie the demo is really cool it's worth Mm-mm. it's worth checking out uh yeah it is. we or you can check out the uh, stream we did of it uh when jason played a, it i'll put a link in the show notes yeah plug <laughs> but, uh, god i'm uh, good at this how many years have i been doing this i am just the fucking yeah. best um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that that part is the most straightforward. Like it's kind of like a platinum game, like you you know a stylish action game, which is like which is my shit. Those that genre is like it's my comfort food genre in a way. A good one of those is um, I, I always enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes kind of like a pseudo open world game mm-hmm. eventually, and, and like kind of like a Dark Souls way. It's uh, like with a ver- with like an interconnected world to it. I love the implied and question finding- mark at the end of that. Yeah, <laughs> which is really cool because that's like it's got my favorite aspect of Dark Souls, which is the interconnect- interconnected worlds, and it's also got the finding dead body characters, dead bodies, and getting like upgrades from them when you p- when you pick them up. So hmm. yeah, so that, uh, that whole online element, the. Uh, the the like art direction is is uh it's really it's really good like i mean it's it's awesome the te- uh, the texture work is a little can, is a little uh poor in spots but it's like the art direction itself is awesome it's got like it's kind of like in a post post apocalypse it takes place like a few thousand years after some aliens came to earth 
with machines and uh, wiped out most of humanity, and everyone left is on the moon now. And then they create now, and they have a satellite base full of androids that they send in to take out the machines so they can take Earth back. It's kind of like the uh, uh, the most generic plot description I can think of for it, because because mm. it's I I still don't know if I fully grasp where the story where the story is going. If because I because uh, I've heard like first of all there's like 26 endings of this game, so one for each letter of the uh, alphabet. Yeah. So. And I also, it's it's hard to talk about things I really like in this game because I don't want to spoil things. Cause they, and they aren't like s- plot twists or giant boss fight. That's just really weird and unique things that you uh, you wouldn't be expecting. And like like three hours into the game, I just had this moment where I walked in on this big room full of just. I don't want to describe it too much. It's, it's so weird. All right, uh, John. How about this? How about this? Do you do you want like five minutes or a couple minutes, and you can go ahead and like talk about some spoiler stuff? This way, we can. Uh, this way, anybody listening that doesn't want anything spoiled can just skip ahead. All right. This is sure. I guess it's weird because not really spoilers. Like they aren't like plot things. Well, yeah, uh, but one you can still. Plot I was gonna say you can still spoil yeah. gameplay elements. Okay. How how long do you yeah. want? I'll set a timer here. This way, anyone can. Uh, who's listening can just skip right ahead and I, whatever's go whatever you're talking about, I will just cut you off as soon as that timer ends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just five minutes, five minutes. Be fine. It's, All right. So yeah, if you're listening, I'll, I'll if you're listening, which I don't know how you wouldn't be hearing this if you weren't, which God, I don't know, <laughs> maybe this is embedded in your skull and you've uh, found some like relic of a uh, podcast stuff that, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm, go ahead and skip ahead five minutes now. All right, go John. All right. So you walk in on this like, this dome you've 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 been tracking this robot for a while and you come in on this dome full of a bunch of other robots and at this point in time you started to get the feeling that these robots are becoming a little they've they've got like some human qualities to them like they don't look like humans they kind of look like you remember what they look like kind of like toys yeah they're they have a very simple design to them but i would say you kind of notice them starting to have like some wooden like yeah. block toy. Some human some human qualities to them some like they started like expressing emotion in a way and the, your your character 2b and her partner 9s uh they don't seem like it doesn't seem like a normal thing so it seems kind of new anyway you walk in on this dome and there is a robot orgy going on in this dome in this dome <laughs> and it, it's just a, a bunch <laughs> of these a bunch of these little dudes just humping the shit out of each other so these robots like, fuck is what you're saying yeah, yeah, but okay. they don't have any. Ge- there's like no like genital stuff or anything. They're just kind of humping, dry humping each other in All a right. big r- in a big room together. And so then, it's like a, so it's like a Mormon middle like, school. Oh, maybe that was too far. Yes. And then you uh, attack the one that you were you were chasing, and they all get pissed about that. And then they like form up into this like ball thing and spit out a. A Ken, a bit, uh, okay, a Ken doll looking motherfucker who then becomes a boss fight. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> like you, like you see, like he has no, he's a full on Ken doll, and you get the full experience of that. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, and that's like three hours into the game. <laughs> and at the before that, you had just been wandering the desert and just following these robots, and it was, it had like hints of weirdness, but then it just like robot orgy. All right, from there on. Uh, then you uh, open up a little bit more of this world, and you come across this like old 
kind of a, a amusement park, very Disneyland esque music amusement park with a real, big castle in the background. Real quick, I would uh, I would not have said uh, come across after talking about an orgy. I was just <laughs> thinking that too. Yeah, can you find a better way I'm to describe it? I'm an adult, that? so I didn't even notice that. Jason. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we are not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Proceed. Anyway, you happen upon a uh, an amusement park. And in this music park, the, it's a bunch of, like, robots that don't want to attack you. Like, they're dressed up like a clown. One dude's, like, they have families and stuff. There's, there are kid robots. What in the f- Okay. And All right. You know what? I'm going to go play this game right now. Bye, guys. Frankie, just kill the recording when you're done. <laughs> it's It's, like, it's so weird. And it's so cool. Like, there's a bunch of cool camera effective stuff. The soundtrack is amazing. It's so, like, varied from, like, just single piano notes playing when you're wandering areas to, like, full-on operatic uh, pieces if you, when you're fighting bosses. And and then, like, it's got this weird Dark Souls interconnected world, and you're running around it. There's no fast travel, by the way. I shouldn't. I, I, I'm kind of done with the spoilers, I guess, for now. It's, I, 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 yeah. I'll, that's okay. enough of the spoilers. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> but, but somebody's going to skip skip ahead now, and then they're, we're going to be uh, we're gonna be like, like talking. They're like, wait, wait, what happened? How far back do I have to go now? So uh, let's go back and talk about Superman 64 for a little bit. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about it. I was, I was just kind of stall there. Hey, hey, while we're uh, while we're waiting uh, for that, why, why don't I just uh, say, uh, hey, Locks Quest uh, just got re-released. It was a DS game that's on, uh, on Xbox One, PS4, and I think PC now. Yeah, don't buy it. It's crap. Um, I'm playing it right now for review because I got a review code for it, and I really do not like this game. And I'm very pissed off that I got a review code for it because now I feel obligated to at least get halfway through this game before I uh, shit all over it. And goddamn, uh, thanks, THQ Nordic, for bringing this thing back up from your rotten corpse. God, oh, <laughs> fuck. Thank you. Thank you. I only have a few hours a week maybe to play video games, and now I've got to waste like two weeks probably playing this piece of shit. God, I am so not happy with my uh, with my decision on this. I was playing Ease Origin before, and I really enjoyed it. Keep your keep your thoughts on Nier Automata. We're, uh, we're 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 nearing the end of this. Uh, yeah, Ease Origin is great. You should play that instead. It's uh, it's the same price and it's a much better game with a much better soundtrack. Uh, character design is good. It doesn't look like a cheap mobile game uh, because it's not a ten year old DS game. Uh, and you know th- this is just a like a like prettied up version, I guess, if you want to consider the ugly art direction prettied up. Uh, yeah, so just go just go play Ease Origin. That's a considerably better game. Lock's Quest is crap, and I feel really bad about shitting all over this thing because I haven't finished it. I've, I haven't played more than an hour of it, and I am just aggravated that I'm gonna have to play an hour of this thing to or more than an hour of this thing. Like I'm literally wasting my life playing this thing, and I'm just <laughs> I, 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 I'm aggravated. Like this is this is my second or two here to get it out, and it sucks. So anyway. Anyway, okay, hey, okay, hey guys, how are you doing? Uh, we're back. Uh, no more spoilers. We're done. Uh, if you, yeah, uh, yeah. So I wonder how many people are actually gonna have heard what I just said. So anyway, okay, John, uh, continuing with Nier Automata. So Nier, so Nier's a good game. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, sounds like it. Like, I, I want to talk about the, the structure a little bit. Like it's there is no fast travel in this game, and you can only save in cer- at certain spot within like a certain spot. Like there are some like save stations and then they kind of open up a, a ring or an area where you can actually save within when you're in the ring so there's there, but other than that you can't save okay and uh you're basically just booking it across this uh landscape constantly just doing a bunch of side quests in there and they're pretty standard like fetch questy stuff but the writing's really fun in them like it's like the stories are we- they're weird like and then they involve some of the some robots too and some weird weird ways 
would, you, uh, would you say the localization yeah. on this is uh, uh, excellent or stellar? Stellar. All right. Remember, I've got a friend who worked <laughs> <Yeah>. on this. <laughs> It's it's no Hi, it's the the writing the, the writing is great it really is it's it makes these like r- rather generic quests fun to do it's because uh, you and it's a lot it's a lot of running back and forth I and it's it's fun because uh, the movement in that game is fantastic like the the controlling two B is great she, the animations uh, when she's like climbing stuff and jumping over things are uh, really cool. So that's that's nice, and she it's kind of got like that Phantom Pain speed to it when you're running, and just nonstop just booking it. Mm-hmm. So that makes the that makes the travel uh, tolerable. And I think it, there is a uh, fast travel thing that opens up later, if I'm remembering right. Okay, okay, like I'm like eight or nine hours into the game, so okay, it's uh, but and, and sometimes it's, sometimes it can be kind of hard to tell what the actual main quest mission is. It's kind it's. There's they uh, there seem to be some that are more important than others, but sometimes the one that uh, moves the story ahead can be kind of weird to figure out. Uh, but that's okay because I, I kind of just like running around doing these uh, little side quests, like for this character named Jackass who wants you to do some arena stuff for her studies. Yeah, and uh, I don't know why she's named Jackass. She, like she she goes she chooses to go by that, so hmm. that's a lifestyle choice, or you know, <laughs> yeah, but uh. It's and the story seems to have a lot of existential stuff going on, like the meaning of existence. But it also there's like some characters that kind of poke fun at like philosophizing about stuff all the time. So I'm not quite sure where it, how which direction it's going to take, take itself in, which is kind of nice. Okay. Like it doesn't seem it seems it seems up its own ass yet kind of aware that it is, which is which is a which is kind of new to me <laughs> for the, in video games. So yeah, uh, this Yoko Taro guy is uh, yeah. he's, he's something yeah. special. Yeah, I've seen interviews with him, and he seems like a like a, a very interesting person. It would be so. really great if he took off that helmet. And it was Shigeru Miyamoto this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just love that. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be good. Uh, the but yeah, it's a it's, it's a cool game. I'm, I kind of I've been thinking about it a lot when I'm not playing it, especially as I get further in. And even though I've it's a lot of just running back and forth doing stuff, I I'm still enjoying myself just uh, getting more in the world. In the and like as compared to the Dark Souls and that, like the world of Dark Souls, and kind of just like enjoying traveling around that world is uh, something I missed in that series since it's as it's gone on. That's why my first one, the first one's still my favorite. Because I kind of got away from that as the series went on, and uh, yeah, it's it's, a, it's I, I I want people to play this so I can talk about it with them. It's <laughs> there's so much going on. Okay, I'll tell you what. It's, I will uh, I will finish yeah. what I'm playing right yeah. now. Um, that we yeah. that I that had a rail for a little bit uh, during that spoiler thing because you finished before the spoiler tag was over. But yeah. um. I'll yeah. finish that, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I'll, I'll put. I'll put uh, ease aside, and I'll. I'll play yeah. some near because I've. I want to play this, and I feel bad because I bought like Dragon Guard three, like when it first came out. Um, Alan, my friend Alan, also worked on that, and I. Uh, I didn't get around to playing that, so I feel bad that I still haven't played near. And yeah, I mean, I did buy it like when it first came out, so at least I'm supporting the thing, which yeah. I seem to do a lot. I never play things, but anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, a couple. Yeah, give me yeah, yeah, give me uh, maybe a week, and then I'll uh, I'll I'll start playing this thing. Okay, a couple things I don't or like personal things I don't like about it. Just uh, in these games, I like uh, 
like the classic Devil May Cry way of you purchase uh, purchasing new combos and stuff, and like slowly over time uh, increasing your repertoire and getting better at combat. And this seems to go more towards like buying things to up to upgrade yourself in in more of a stat increase kind of thing. So, so it's, it's more kind of a different system. Yeah, I was gonna say so yeah, it's more, it's more like RPG, RPG basically than action but, uh, or character action thing. Yeah, and that's just a personal taste thing. I would have prefer I prefer like a deeper a deep combo system. Yeah. And this game looks great when you're fighting, but it's uh it's it doesn't seem as deep. There's a lot of there seems to be a lot of weapons to find, but the actual combat isn't as deep as some of my favorite st- character action games. Yeah, but see what you just uh, said it's, just it's, just made me want to play it more because I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So it's not Devil May Cry so much as more of like an action RPG. That's that's definitely yeah, yeah. more up my it's, alley. It's it's an action RPG with like a uh with like a bayonetta or rising kind of style to it, which is kind of it seems like like someone just read my mind about what I want in a video game <laughs> in terms of just the design. So like it's it's melding like a Dark Souls world with a with like a bayonetta combat system and i just and it's just it's fantastic in that way nice i do think it's it's been kind of easy also which i mean yeah, i'm sure that won't turn you off too much nope. it's uh might turn me on more it's uh yeah it hasn't <laughs> seemed too like you can <laughs> you can uh really spam that like uh it's like it's uh it's dodge move where every time like an attack right you dodge and really quick and then you can land a quick combo to a juggle combo so you can really you can really spam the shit out of that too uh, some enemies feel a little spongy which is kind of annoying uh but yeah it's just it's just it's kind of just taste at that point like uh, i i prefer a more stylish action to just it seems like more of an action rpg like you said than a stylish action game when it comes to fighting things so but yeah it's it's cool it seems I, I can't wait to see where it goes, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to you playing it, too. Cool. OK. All right. So, uh, Frankie, do you have any questions about it? No, I think I'm good. Actually, <clears throat> I think I might get going, though. OK. I'm starting to feel a little out of it. <laughs> OK. All right. Well, Frankie, um, thanks for thanks for jumping on, man. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, anything you want yeah. to plug real quick or. Uh... Um, you can always check out the 8-Bit Show. Um, I don't know when we're going to do our next show. Uh, things have been a little, little hectic, but, uh, hopefully that'll be actually in the next few weeks, maybe next week. I'm, I'm hoping we're going to record a new episode next week. So I guess yeah. like Ashley's been out of town for like the last week, right? Yeah. She, she was in New York. Uh, her and her boyfriend went out to New York for, for, for a week. I think it was. Yeah. Cool. I had to watch their aminals. So that was cool. But yeah, so you can catch us there. Other than that, I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Frankie, for jumping All on. Right. Hopefully, uh, maybe next week you can uh, maybe you can come back on if you're feeling up to it and you've got the time. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, sure. So. Yeah, open invitation. All right, guys. You know that. Cool. All right. Thank you, you, guys. You have All a right. good one. You too, Frankie. You too, man. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Now that Frankie's got no. <laughs> 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 now we can get down to brass tacks. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know what the hell. Anyway, okay. So, uh, what are these other two games you've been playing? Uh, uh no, nothing I haven't talked about. But I just want to talk about like Friday Thirteenth a little more. Okay. The uh, I, I I played uh, a few more nights of it with uh, Brittany and uh, other friends. It's still it's still fun. The servers are still bad. They're better. Uh, it's 
I can now go into menus and upgrade my character, which is nice without crashing my game. Oh, nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's been a nice improvement. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, and again, it's, it's light on content in a way. Like there's only three maps, but they, they do randomize like item location, but they're, I mean, they're still the same map every time. Okay. Or the same like general, general idea. And unlocking the counselors and the Jasons is fun, but they're, they aren't crazy. Ver- the counselors are more varied than the Jasons. The Jasons just have some, uh, some different some different buffs but they're uh so like the the hooks for like staying in it a long time unless you just like love friday the 13th like we do uh might not be there and again i'd still i would still unless you have a group to play with or you're yeah unless you have a group to play with i'd still probably wait for a bit to see where the how these uh server issues get sorted out so uh yeah so i still get kicked out of games every now and then okay uh when and when you're waiting like 10 minutes to get into a game that can be can be really frustrating i was gonna say that sounds more than a little frustrating yeah it's luckily when you're in a group of people they can invite you back into the game if it hasn't started yet like if you kicked out when it's trying to load people in you can still get in okay you kicked out mid-game though you can or they can also invite you back in and you can spectate it at least oh that sounds great yeah, uh, spectating isn't as bad as you think it is when it, when you're watching a bunch of players make dumb decisions, getting chased by Jason. Yeah, kinda, except kinda, these yeah. games last yeah. uh, last like twenty minutes for the most part, don't they? Yeah, if uh, well, it depends on how good the Jason is, really. Okay. So, because he he's crazy overpowered, like you take one on one with Jason, you're you're gonna you're gonna get killed. Okay, so, so. say I'm Jason. Uh, you are Jason. That's weird. Jesus. <laughs> so say I'm playing as this character from Friday the 13th, the, uh, you know, the main antagonist. Um, a titular. This would be, uh, yes, yeah, right, there we go. Well, no, no, he wouldn't be t- titular because then uh, his some name of would them, be Friday yeah, the 13th. The, the subtitles. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, so say I'm playing it as as this character. The matches are going to take 20 minutes because I, I would be a bad character. Uh, he's His powers take, don't take very long to get used to. Like he can teleport. Like his first power is, like I said, it's a teleport around the map at will. So that's <laughs> that was pretty good to start out with. But yeah, it's and there's not too much to the control. It's pre- it's pretty simple. But he's only got four powers to, that 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 slowly uh, you get over time, so you can get get used to each one. So yeah, it's it's cool. I like it. I like horror movie stuff and. You, this is a, a scratches that itch, and I like playing with friends. So there's that at least. Good. And then the other thing I was playing uh, was I play, I was playing some Injustice Two, which is kind of like I was talking about Overwatch, my short time game last year. Injustice is kind of taking that spot right for now at least. Just you know, get in and do some maybe an event in multiverse, or if I want to play some, I don't feel like playing multiplayer like online, or vice versa. And this week they did a Wonder Woman event, uh, so you can get if you and you can get her. Uh, her movie armor and uh, it's a, it's a promotional thing for the new movie that came out, cool. which I saw and was pretty damn good. Actually, I was, it's easily the best DC movie that's come out, which is not. And I think it's definitely up par with like phase one, the phase one Marvel movies. Uh, I like it. It's, it's got a lot of captain America similarities, you know, there, cause they're both period piece ones. Yeah. 
So I liked it more than Captain America for the first one for Westworth, uh, but I also didn't like Captain America. I didn't also didn't like the first one that much. So okay, it's that. So uh, yeah, it's it's it was really good. It's uh, the third act kind of uh, messy, you know, uh, kind of you know it's the big video game fight. When it, but the first two acts are are pretty fantastic. And uh, yeah. if you're uh, if you're an Injustice Two player and you haven't heard uh, and you're playing it on the PlayStation Four, uh, if you pre-order the Wonder Woman movie on PlayStation, you actually will get a free theme and Injustice Two goodies. What that exactly means, I don't know. I'm just reading the headline yeah. on Game Informer. I, I just I, saw it while I was flipping through news. So yeah, I didn't look into what the uh, what what they actually entailed. I do, but yeah, if you're playing right now though on Injustice and you don't, you can get her armor. You need a level twenty Wonder Woman to get the full set to get like the uh, sword and shield or the falchion and sealed whatever they whatever it's called. Uh, but you can get everything else. You can pretty much get everything else without being level twenty. Yeah, I'm intrigued and, by that movie just because and, it takes place during World War One or some yeah, of it and takes, they, they takes do, place then. They do a lot of cool, uh, a lot of good stuff uh, around the around war. So a lot of uh, interesting things around it. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's, it's a good. It was a surprise. I, as someone who's never really cared about that character, I really enjoyed that movie. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Nice. So, yeah. I guess. Uh, I guess I can talk about what I've been playing. Uh, one one thing really. Um, because yeah, I. I've got to kind of hold my thoughts on some of this other thing so I can actually write about it. But um, I've been playing Ease Origin. I was looking for an action RPG, and <laughs> it sounds like a near Automata might actually be supplanting that. But anyway, um, <laughs> if you are an Ease fan or a fast-paced action RPG fan, this is definitely something to like consider. It looks a lot like a PS2 kind of up-resed game uh, with... Uh, have you ever seen um, the Legend of Heroes games? Like the, uh, the Trails in the Sky ones? Oh, it has yes. sort of like the, the chunky character sprites. That's yeah. basically what all the character sprites in the game look like, um, which okay. for me really isn't that big a deal. Um, it's very fast paced. This game moves at a really good clip. And I was I looked on a, how long to beat and it looks like the game's like 12 hours, which is kind of surprising because this game moves really fast. And I've played probably oh, like three okay. hours into it and it's. It's a good starting point for an ease or for getting into the series. The story's kind of, I don't know, like I found that the more like narrative there is in a ease game, the more checked out I get of it in between the battles and everything. But the combat in this game is, is really, really good. Uh, John, it's not, it's more, it's probably more like near level where there's some combo stuff, okay. but it's not as deep as what you would probably be looking for with like a, you know, a character, uh, a character action game. Uh, there's two different characters to play as. I've, I've only played as the uh, the female so far. Jeez, oh, and I'm just blanking as to what her name is right now. But this is the I think this is the only Ease game where you can play where Adol is like nowhere to be seen. He is the uh, the redheaded kid that has been like the main protagonist of the series throughout okay. its entirety. But uh, this is kind of the origin story. It starts before any of the other Ease games, and the soundtrack kicks ass like every other Falcom game does, pretty much. Um, I haven't, I didn't play the, like I said, I really kind of wanted to play the guy, but I did like that they kind of flipped the script a little bit on the fact that the female is the one with the, the fast, uh, combat and the male is the one with the, uh, like slower magic attacks. So oh, it's like, okay. oh, it's, I was gonna, I, I figured you're going to say like heavy attacks, but like that's kind of straight, that's kind of typical, but you, oh, he's the magic 
pick one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little a strange. Different. Like, yeah, he's a uh, he's I don't I I can't really say for sure what he's like, but he's I guess more of the glass cannon type person. So it's kind of interesting. Oh, to see. I love I, I love playing the glass cannon. <laughs> so I've always been into that. Yeah, and there's also a, a few we'll say like environmental type puzzles. They're nothing too complicated. I got I w- I want to say I got stuck on one of them, but I picked up an item that I didn't even realize I what it did until I put it on. Um, there's also a nice little, uh, I guess, uh, seashell, uh, cell phone, I guess, if you really want to get down to it, where you can call back to, uh, like the base of the tower where you're, you sort of like everyone you rescue kind of meets back up there. And it will sort of give you a hint as to like what you're supposed to be doing. And then when I saw that, I was like, Oh, you know what? I just unlocked this area that has like nothing in it. And I couldn't figure out why I unlocked it. And as soon as I went there and put the mask on, I was like, Oh, Hey, okay. That's how I moved on. And, haven't really had a problem since and that literally was like maybe 10 minutes of like me wandering around the game like trying to figure out where it was so it wasn't really like it was that detrimental so all right so yeah you said uh like action rpg but uh i would expect that kind of combat system in that game it's just i had a compl- my complaint from near was because it's a platinum game and i expected it i i want a different kind of thing from a platinum game i got you but uh but yeah like a fat i a fast-paced action RPG is totally like I. So, I remember seeing the trailer for that game when the or and the origin specifically, and not not expecting the kind of game it was, and being and being very intrigued by the trailer, and uh, have a meaning. I have a meaning to get to it. It's just been a very busy year for games. Uh, and, yeah, don't uh, say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I finally just got to near, uh, which is I've been wanting to get to that for a while for a long time, and. Uh, so yeah, I will. I plan on playing this eventually. So. Yeah, yeah. I I would say like especially since it's on the PS4, it's probably a little bit more accessible to actually sit down and play versus uh, you know play it on the Vita, which is, is you know sadly kind of a dead system. I don't even I don't think it's come out on the Vita yet. It is coming there, but if you're uh, if you're like a you know Mac over at uh, RP Gamer and you're uh, Team Handheld, uh, you know just hold out for that. It's it, it it would be a great fit for that, and I can't imagine the uh, the Vita would struggle with it very much. Um, like I said, it's basically like a PS2 era game because I think it originally came out in 2006. So it's not really pushing hardware too hard. I mean, my PS4 just starting it up will start to sound like an aircraft carrier like going by you, basically. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's awfully loud. Um, but um, like this doesn't really seem to be pushing it very hard. And it looks pretty. Like I said, the, the weird like chunky sprites might push off some people uh, compared to like uh, like Adol's kind of a little bit more like lanky, I suppose, character sprite, but it really just feels like an Ease game. So if you're a fan of the series and for whatever reason haven't picked up Ease Origins, I definitely recommend getting into it because it's it's great. And I'm I'm sort of bummed that I'm going to put it down so I can play uh so I can play near, but at the same time it's like I'm putting down one good game for another good game, so it's like hey, kind of kind of kind of shitty for me to feel bad about putting it down. So, but yeah, I've I've, I've had it on <laughs> PC forever, so I think since it first came out. Uh, and I honestly, I don't know if the translation's been changed. Uh, Xseed originally handled the the uh, Steam release. I don't know if they kept the same translation or not. I guess I could have asked somebody that I know that used to work at Xseed and freelances for them now, but yeah, I didn't think to. So, but yeah, I think dot uh, emu was the one who published it out here. Dot emu dot emu. I don't know how you say it. Don't really care. So anyway, good game. Uh, like I said, action RPGs is kind of your thing, and uh, you're looking for because I think there's actually three characters. Like once you beat it with one or both characters, and it unlocks a third character to play through. So it's definitely got uh, definitely got some replayability as well. So okay. Yeah, that's uh, 
that's definitely one I'll be checking out eventually. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. We're we're coming up on a, on a couple dry months here, and we'll see. Yeah, I think the only game I want to play, I definitely want to play, I want to at least check out is Final Fantasy twelve, but that's kind of that's more for like to, to see how it holds up to my to my nostalgia for it. But other than that, like yeah, that's coming out de- the beginning of July. Am I remembering that? Yeah. Right? And I th- other than that, I think Destiny two is the next game I'm interested. in and that's not until september so yeah there'll be well it's yeah we're finally we're finally hitting a dry spell this year <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's it's, yeah. it's almost welcome at this point yeah yeah i'm sure most people will be able to like that uh, aren't crazy like me will be able to catch up with a bunch of these big games that they haven't played yet some news so first off uh, here we go here's nintendo's thing <laughs> nintendo unveiled their online plan which i don't know what else to call it um question mark idea they're they're on <laughs> yeah. they're online a nebulous idea that's a kind of uh, i don't know it's nintendo i mean what do you want so anyway um there is going to be this system that they i will run down the details here on a bullet point thing i've, I've got pulled up um for $20 a year, I believe, like, $10 for three months or six months or something like that. I forget the exact price points. Uh, oh, no, here, I've got it right here. One month is $4, $4, three months is $8, and 12 months is $20. Um, so if you play this, or if you if you buy this, you get, let's kind of roll through here, uh, Classic game selection uh, subscribers will get to download a compilation of classic titles with added online play, such as Super Mario Brothers 3, Balloon Fight, and Dr. Mario, which, to me, sounds great. I, I love the idea of being able to play this online. I just need a Switch, so it would be nice if Nintendo actually, you know, got some uh, store shelves occasionally. Yeah, the fact that they announced that these this, the games, this classic game selection will last as long as you have a subscription is is fantastic because that was one of my biggest complaints when they announced it the first time is that you'd only get these like a game for a month and then you wouldn't get it anymore which seemed like a really poor decision yeah but, i wonder uh, if uh, i wonder if that was the original idea and then they got enough of the uh the, yeah. the backlash and we're like hey you know maybe we should just maybe yeah. go ahead and make these like kilobytes yeah. worth of data available yeah and these uh these three games pretty pretty good selection to start out i guess you know there it's a there it's a variety at least super yeah. mario brothers three gets a classic uh and then B- balloon fights fun for like five minutes yeah i was gonna and, say that's uh a, that's uh that's basically just iwata's version of joust so yeah 
And Dr. Mario's a, I'm not a big Tetris guy, but I, it's, it's, I, I hear it's a good Tetris game. It's, it's so, definitely uh, more, more in the range of like, of like, uh, like Puyo Puyo than, uh, okay. than Tetris. I, I like it, Puyo it's Puyo like, Puyo it's a match three Tetris. game. So it's, it's, it's more of a match yeah. three game. So. I like those more than Tetris because they make they're way simpler. <laughs> uh, I'm no good at Tetris. That's me too. Uh, you know, Anthony is actually yeah. when um, God, I forget. It was probably about 15, 16 years ago. Like, I, you know, I was effectively dumpster diving at GameStop for uh, for NES carts. Like, I bought him and uh, his brother an NES and got them like a copy of Tetris or Tetris Two. Anthony was like an idiot savant with Tetris. I have no idea. Like he had, he had like really never played it. And then like after a round or two, he was just demolishing everybody that like just score wise. I was like, I, what the fuck happened here? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, if you ever, if you ever, if you ever want to talk to Tetris, uh, Anthony would be the way to go. Although I don't know if he plays anymore, but it's kind of a shame because man, I, I have never seen him latch onto something so quickly and so well as, as Tetris. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay. You're, you're good at this thing. So. Anyway, um, moving on here. Uh, this service will also get you online gameplay, online lobby, and voice chat app, which I just... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, classic game selection, uh, product name subject to change. Uh, Nintendo eShop deals, which I'm going to go ahead and say Nintendo's eShop deals are garbage most of the time. As a guy who checks the eShop on the Wii U and 3DS every week, their, their sales are almost a joke every time, so... Uh, you have, let's see, and that's if you pay for it, uh, online gameplay will be, uh, free until 2008, so you don't have to pay for that, uh, so if you want to get your kind of hooks in there, that'd be the way to go. Uh, access to the Nintendo eShop, uh, is, you know, available for free. This is all stuff that's available for both paid and free people. Uh, register and manage friends, share screenshots to social media, and then access to Nintendo Switch parental controls app, which that would be awfully weird if you had to pay $20 a year to have access to that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, but, I mean, $20 a year is a pretty good deal. Yeah. Compared to uh, the $60 for the uh, PS Plus and Xbox Live. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Although there, there might be some, uh, we'll say, accessibility that you pay for yeah. with uh, with PS Plus and uh, and Xbox yeah, Live. I'm also curious to how the uh, the servers are going to be for for online stuff. Because uh, remember, if you remember correctly, Sony's PS Plus used to be free. Yeah. Um, well, no, their no, their online service was free. Uh, PlayStation Plus. Yeah, was yeah. Not sorry. Free. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they had some issues with that, and do some security issues with that, and it's no longer free. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see how see how that turns out. And Nintendo and online has has gone has always gone well, so I have nothing but high hopes. Oh yeah, so, yeah, this, this can only go well. Yeah. And admittedly, um, the PlayStation Three online uh, was, we'll say middling kind of at best like there was no like like cross there was like no yeah it was like no party chat i mean and i think it all had to do with the uh the cpu or the ram of uh of the playstation 3 like it just couldn't handle it which was just baffling to me it's just like you tell you okay that's the the ps3 is a really weird piece of hardware yeah that is one that i'm very curious like in about 
we'll say like you know seven eight years time to see like how emulation goes with that i mean they've got like ps2 and gamecube emulation down pat i mean gamecube emulation is like just gorgeous if you go back and like look at like wind waker it almost looks better than wind waker hd and that's impressive yeah hd looks really good yeah yeah (laughs) um uh, which also speaks to just how good Wind Waker looked to begin with, but yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've screwed around with the Dolphin emulator on uh, on my laptop, and it's yeah, it, GameCube emulation is great. But anyway, um, so yeah, I'll be interested to see what the PS3 emulation looks like further down the road, and then uh, like Xbox 360, I can't imagine it would be too difficult. I'm sure there's already some working variation of that, and then uh, Wii emulation is basically already it already exists. It kind of just works with. Um, like the GameCube emulator, I think the Dolphin, yeah, the Dolphin also doubles as a Wii emulator, so, and then, uh, I don't know about Wii U, that's a weird one, just because there are gonna be games that need the gamepad, so, but they've been, yeah, they've worked around that with, like, DS emulators, so I guess we'll, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. Most of them might come to the Switch anyway, most of the ones you'd want to play might come to the Switch anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the uh, trend so far, except Nintendo might want to I don't want to say they might want to back off that, but, you know, because then it's going to start feeling like, you know, sort of, uh, oh, great, here's here's the Wii U 2.0 for people like uh, us who I, bought it. I don't know. I, it's to see, to see how well uh, Mario Kart did in comparison to the Wii U version, I just, I don't think, many people didn't buy, buy Wii U's, and I think most people forgot about the Wii U that, uh, in a lot of ways already, so... I, I think they can get away with it pretty easily, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, they might be able to. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm getting a note here from, uh, we'll just say our producer, who's in the background here. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, the Wii U does have an emulator. It's uh, Simu? Kemu? Yeah, C-E-M-U. Simu. Yeah, I guess it would be Simu. That's, that's it. Um, I, have, I have seen it on the Emu Paradise uh, Facebook group. Uh, somebody's running like... An, our producer mentioned it here uh, that you know they got Breath of the Wild running on it. Uh, everyone that I've seen doing it says that there's some serious like frame rate issues with it at the moment. But I mean to have that down like this close to the death of a console, I, it's, it's pretty impressive. So I mean yeah, I'll give it a few years and I'm sure it'll actually turn out pretty well. So it's just like I said, there's stuff like uh, well no Pikmin works uh, like Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I, I do want to see how that ends up working out on that thing. So. But anyway, uh, let's move on to the more clunky aspect of this, and we're talking Nintendo Voice Chat, not the podcast hosted by Jose Otero at IGN. Um, <laughs> we are talking about the literal voice chatting that is going to be happening with the Nintendo Switch. Um, this diagram is a hell of a thing. I'm, I, you know what? I am, <laughs> yeah. I am confused looking at it. I mean, Jesus, I okay. I, maybe, I like that it's like a squid. Yeah, touch. yeah. I, I uh, is, it, is it Hori that makes that made? Yeah, Hori made this uh, this headset, and it's yeah. actually a pretty cool little thing that they did. Like design yeah, wise, like, I like the headset it. Headset itself looks looks cool. Yeah, and it. the uh, and the splitter. Yes, you're hearing this right. There's a splitter for this thing. Um, yeah, it looks cool too because it's a, it's a little squid. But uh, yeah, so like design wise, it's great. Design as far as uh, the I guess software aspect of this or wh- however you want to word it, it looks terrible. So okay, so you've got your headset. And your headset yeah. has to plug into this, the squid, we'll say. We'll just call it the squid switch. Okay. Okay. Squid switch. Squid switch. Squitch. It's the switch. Yeah. Has to go into the switch. Okay. The okay. switch then plugs into the switch. And, yeah. And your smartphone. It has to be plugged into which, which, which has the uh, the voice chat app on it. 
Yes. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I am beyond confused as to the decision behind this. I cannot like see why anyone would really think this was a great idea. I, the only thing I could think like design wise, uh, is maybe just to like limit the, like the hardware push on, on the switch. But I, 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 this is just the most clunky thing. Like, I mean, I like there, there had to be some sort of solution. Like maybe if they put it in the dock and it went to Bluetooth headset or something like that. I mean, I could see that. I can't, I just, I don't understand this. I, because now you have to have a smartphone to chat online. And if you've got that, you've already got something that you can use to chat online. Yep. It's bonkers. <laughs> the, a cell, yeah. a, 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 you know, as much as like nobody uses a smartphone to actually use it as a phone anymore, it is still a functional phone. You can use it to like, a, even if you don't have a phone, you can just use it. You can just use Skype. You can use uh, line. You can use discord, any number of uh, chat apps. So, Did we say the cables are 20 inches long? <laughs> no we didn't did we say that part no no, <laughs> did we say no. That we... yeah i again yeah I... that's not that's not very long for how many things have to have to plug into each other yeah this is yeah <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. yeah this is not yeah. going to go well if uh if you put this thing into dock mode you're gonna have to yeah, sit yeah, two it's... feet from your damn tv which you know for me with a 65 inch tv i'm gonna literally have to pan my head to look around that's the other side of my room. Like I don't. That's the other side of, across the room from me. Like my TV is on the opposite side of the room, so that's just like not a viable option for me. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I, uh, yeah. So so th- I, I I do see more people using the just you know plugging a headset into your phone and just like all right everybody let's go on Skype and chat that way because that would make more sense because I don't I I don't know everyone's got I, a functional I, headset I, of some sort and I don't understand why this. Who this is for, really? I really don't get that. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll be voice chatting in this game if I play it. So, uh, but I, I mean, like we said, I do like the design of the headset itself. It's, it's kind of keeping in line with the Splatoon aesthetic. And uh, yeah, which is, which is great, unless you want to play something that isn't Splatoon, and then you're like, oh, I got this Splatoon <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, this uh, fucking you know, Splatoon headset. Yeah, if I want to yeah. play, yeah, if I want to play Arms, you know the 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 next great Nintendo franchise, which, yeah, there you go. coming out in, like in two weeks. Yep, next week, it week sure week is, and yeah. none of us will be talking about it because nobody's going to purchase it here. <laughs> That's probably fair. because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one with the Switch. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? At this point, I would own a Switch if Nintendo would just make them fucking available by putting them on store shelves. And that's and you know, it's all well and good. I can join some like like secret Facebook group or some Reddit thread or something about hey, they're available in these places now. Except you know, I would just rather be able to walk into a store and buy something rather than sit there and hunt the damn thing down like a like like I'm in like in Breath of the Wild looking for uh, looking for seeds for God's sakes. I just I just wanted to be in the boardroom when the guy pitched this like this design for the heads like this whole like concept for the headset and uh you know what I, I met, got a steady all, the, all the board members yeah I, I was I imagine all the board members standing up and just slow cla- like a slow clap standing up and like they're throwing their hats confetti rains down from the sky one guy's yelling we we did it we did it and uh, <laughs> yeah oh boy I just... Hopefully, Splatoon Two is good. Yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. And I think uh, I, I don't know how much uh, voice chat actually went on in the original Splatoon. So, I mean, maybe this will be a I've heard, thing that I've dies. heard that uh, there wasn't. I don't think there was any in the original Splatoon. So I. So. Oh, yeah. Well, there might not be. And yeah, because yeah, yeah. like, I've, I've heard people talk about like, they use it, but it might just be because they're playing on Skype, which. Yeah. They use their We Speak. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> that's, that's somebody who's using it. Actually, yeah. Billy, jeez. They used they used that in their vitality sensor. Both, oh, one of which doesn't exist. The other one just shouldn't have. So, <laughs> well, we'll let you be. The, we'll let you be the judge. Yeah. Um, so, I, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm. Uh, that's I, I, I like. I like the uh, the virtual console thing that they've got going on here. I think it's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, I think they nailed it. The rest of the thing, I'm kind of like, I, it, it does seem like they're sort of aping on everybody else. But the $20 price range, I think, is good because the probably, I would say, the amount of like games that are online for the Switch are probably going to be a little minimal. Yeah. So, I, you know, whereas like, um, you know, on the, on the PlayStation, the uh, Xbox, you have to pay $60 a year to be able to do that. This, you know, $20 seems a little bit more reasonable. And I think uh, getting access to the virtual console stuff for $20 a year seems more the, the big boon of this thing. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I will pay $20 a year just to get those old games. So it's, uh. Hopefully they do a steady supply of them, you know, yeah. starting out with three. I'm curious to how, how often it gets updated, if it's a month, if it's a monthly thing or whatever. But, uh, it's going to be like, uh, wonder what the, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I, we might be overthinking this one. So, cause yeah. just, it's I I'm willing to bet the the chat side of this thing kind of dies a, a very slow and quiet death. Uh, so make sure, make sure to get your switch for your switch. Yep, in a get few, your switch in, for a, your switch. in a month. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, you know, real quick here. Uh, this is I don't want to say breaking, but I just noticed it here on uh, on face on uh, Facebook. Breaking news! 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 Doosh, doosh. Um. Something classic just put an update, and uh, they're showing some new monsters, and it looks like that uh, monster arena type thing that uh, that Tyler was talking about us with or about uh, okay. when he was talking with us might be coming soon there. So that so there's 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 something. It's yeah, this isn't a huge deal, I suppose, but for those of us who like Shadows of Adam, I which I'm one of them, um, seems like a good reason to get back into I, it. So I liked it too when I played. But, uh, I am uh, I'm looking forward to getting. Uh, Wrecking some shit with uh, with Talon's buffs again, because, man, I like that guy. <laughs> and if anyone wants to know more about Shadow of Adam, they can listen to the other podcast, uh, another podcast we did yep. with uh, Tyler Mir. Yeah, we talked so, to, yeah. we talked game music, and we talked about his uh, about his game there, too, a little bit. So that's uh, I'll put that in the show uh, notes, too. We're plugging <laughs> away. So... <laughs> Anyway, um, as far as news goes, I think that might be all I have here. Oh, no, yep, nope, here, big one, big one. Um, okay, this is rumor, and anyway, I normally don't like to do rumors on our news segment, but there seems to be enough, like, leaking out of this thing that there's some truth to it. Uh, it looks like the Life is Strange sequel, next entry in the series, I guess, however you want to say it, is going to be a prequel. Uh, and it's going to be starring Chloe, which... This should be interesting. I just don't know how this is going to work in the timeline thing because, you know, Life is Strange dealt with a lot of time travel thing. 
And if Chloe yeah. doesn't have time travel, it sort of makes it a little weird. Yeah, maybe there won't be any powers, I guess, in this one. So I, I feel like the power thing is kind of seems like it'd be a, a key factor in doing these games. But that's if I guess it was if it was an anthology series like I wanted to be. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little. I don't know. Like, I I I, I want to go back. I I don't mind. I wouldn't mind playing this. It's just a matter of like, like gameplay wise. Like, okay, what's the concession on this? Because if Chloe doesn't have powers, then what do you do? Because a lot of that game was like rewinding time and screwing around with stuff. According to this picture I'm looking at, her power is to slowly get blue hair over time. Oh yes, yes, so, yes. She's uh, yeah. her power is to slowly go emo, basically. Oh uh, yeah, we should also mention that Don't Nod is apparently not doing this. It's uh, Deck Nine. Okay. Yeah. But Which... Yeah, this is not. This is not Don't Nod. Yeah, they're busy so. on that vampire game right now. I think so. Yeah. I was and actually thinking Life that Strange. when this and Life is Strange too. So or whatever they're gonna call it. Yeah. Well, but, uh... that, that was that was like what I I was like thinking when when this got kind of like leaked out or whatever. I was like. They're working on Vampire right now. I wonder. Like they seem like a small studio, so I was wondering where they were getting. Uh, where were they getting the time to do this? But well, I mean, maybe maybe that's why. Maybe it's getting outsourced, basically. So I guess we'll see what happens with that. Um, there are some screenshots, and it looks like a couple of them are. Uh, you can kind of see like it looks like one of them's. Uh, oh God, I forgot how silly this name is. Uh, Rachel Amber, one of the characters from the original Life is Strange. And uh, yeah, it's a, like a, a it's like a picture from behind of her, like her back of her head. Yeah, uh, a, 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 as you get into the game, you find out a very key character to the events of the game. So, yeah, she's kind of like the one. She's like the main through line for, for the game, really. Like, uh, just finding out what happened to Rachel Amber. Yeah, in the it's a very twi- in a very Twin Peaks kind of way. Yeah, and but, if you want to uh, hear about that, you can listen to three podcasts worth of that, which yeah. I'll put in yeah. the show uh, notes. As someone who's a fan of Less Is More, I. I don't think they should really characterize Rachel any more than the like taste of her of, of like her that you get in the in the original game. Like I, I like that it kind of, it's kind of the interpretation is left up to the player in a lot of ways. It's the yeah. what kind of person she was like, um, and I I just don't I I don't like when things get over explained because um, at that point then. There's, there's really no mystery anymore. It's just this is what the character actually was like. So, Yeah, it does sort of like, it, suck it, a little bit of the air out of that. Yeah. And, yeah. and it could also change, like, because, like, like I said, the crux of the, first, like, of the first game is finding her. And if she turns out to just be a pe- huge piece of shit, like, <laughs> or uh, just a bad character, like, that could kill, like, a lot of the feelings um, we'll say that you have for her in yeah. uh, in in the original yeah i mean and there are definitely hints of her not being a good person uh, possibly possibly not being a good person possibly yeah. yeah like it's so like like you said we can listen you can listen to the podcast um but yeah i just i i just think i should leave it alone i see uh, i want i i'm looking forward to a sequel that's set in a different a completely different place yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. It's I'll, I'll I'll give it a go. I I will, but it's just coming back to this yeah, well would, seems I would a little play it if it came weird. Out. So I mean, yeah. 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 So all right. Well, as far as news goes, I think that's about all I've got there. So John, do you have anything? 
Uh, a couple quick things. Uh, and long running history of my heart getting broken by a burnout never coming out. Uh, Need for Speed Payback was announced. It's um, and it's uh, Need for Speed took a break. The last one was just called Need for Speed and was not very well received. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna say changed. outside of the stupid story, I actually liked it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've heard I've heard it it played pretty well, but it was kind of nothing much to do doing it. It's uh. Seem kind of bare, heard it was kind of bare bones. I'm not going to disagree so with I that. Really... So, yeah. And uh, anyway. they seem to be uh, taking a lot of Fast and the Furious inspiration for this game. Oh, I they, would say more uh, than a little. Yeah. And they're, this, this is the first one, at least in a long time, that's going to have a uh, like CG cutscenes instead of the FMV cutscenes that are fun to watch for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. They're, they're yeah. basically fun to watch be, uh, for the exact reasons that FMV is ever fun to watch. It's they're terrible. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, but if I mean if they if they can nail a fun action uh, storyline, that I'm all for it. Uh, I I did like Rivals. Some people didn't like Rivals. Uh, it's uh, so I, I like their open world thing they 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 do, and they if they create like. Um, enough content for it and a cool story. This could be a really, uh, really cool game. Uh, and it's and maybe maybe just maybe it'll be the next Burnout Paradise. <laughs> One can hope, right? Yeah. One can dream. Uh, and what we were talking about was it? I think last week we we talked about that. Uh, was it the Danger Zone game? From all the reviews I've read, it seems yeah, like exactly yeah. what I was wanting. So I might actually pick that up eventually because that. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's okay. Uh, yeah, we talked about our personal histories with burnout, and we discovered that we have slightly different tastes in yeah. burnout. But yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have never thought uh, Brittany and I were more akin in our taste for what burnout is. So, or yeah. is to us anyway. But yeah, there we go. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. We we talked about it last week, but in case you missed it, John's more into the kind of the open world uh, wrecking shit everywhere sort of thing, and I'm into more of the go into the menu, pick something, and then just go wreak havoc in that one little uh, set piece. So, so I, I, yeah, I do love those the, like, and I love burnouts, uh, the, the race mode. I forget what it's fucking called, but if if you're in last place at a certain point, it just blows up your car, and it's just like it's like last man standing. I love I love that mode. Crash mode's great. But yeah, but uh, I liked that. And uh, so hopefully, Need for Speed and Payback can scratch that itch. Fingers crossed, everyone. One, one can hope. One can yeah. only hope. So okay, and, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess that's it. I uh, Shadow of War got got delayed a month. We don't really we, we don't really talk about. Uh, that much, uh, at least that series. I guess the series now, that much on uh, the podcast. I don't. Uh, Shadow of Mordor didn't really do it for me as, as much as it did for some people. A lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. It was like one of the yeah. first games I yeah. played on my PS4. So, yeah, I I preferred a lot of the games it was inspired by over it. Completely so, understandable. Uh, yeah, like I I preferred Batman and Assassin's Creed to it, and. Uh, but yeah, it's this game seems it's from what I've heard them describing it as this game seems to take the nemesis system and just blow it up. It is like hum it's, it's it sounds like a fucking nuts uh like 
man, almost management sim in a way with a lot of things you have to you have to manage in terms of like creating your fortresses and taking them over and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, see, uh, I thought its August date was pretty good, and get, but going into October might be might might hurt sales. I don't. We'll see what the release schedule looks like after Red Dead got delayed kind of left an opening there so. yeah maybe they're maybe that's what they were trying to do is just fill that gap a little bit better yeah but but i, I mean everyone knew red dead was gonna get delayed yeah yeah there <laughs> like, was, yeah there was no yeah, secret sauce yeah. to that yeah 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 but yeah that's 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 all i got news wise so um damn it there was something else i just thought of and i just completely blanked on it so could have been that important i suppose what's the yeah, uh, was was it the IO stuff we talked about? No, or... because we didn't really. No. Yeah, um... yeah, we haven't really talked about. We haven't really talked about it on here because. But uh, I've kind of been waiting to see what happens. But uh... yeah, um, I, I guess we'll just run that down real quick. If you haven't heard, uh, Square Enix is basically looking for a buyer for IO, which is the uh, developer and. I suppose owner and well, we'll say creator of the Hitman series. Um, there's uh, rumors. No, I don't think they're the creator. No, they don't. Maybe they are. I, I don't know. I feel like I I don't remember. I know Square Enix owns the property. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the big thing is, yeah. uh, there's a lot of like hope. I suppose that if uh, they do find a buyer for the studio, that uh, they let the Hitman series go with it because that's sort of their only property. I want to say. And this, uh, this no, hit- they have uh, mini ninjas. Also, I believe is the property they own. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed mini ninjas. I actually thought it was a pretty fun game. Except when was the last? I think there was like a 360 Connect game that came out about five, six years I ago. I thought there. I thought there was just one game. I didn't know there were more. Yeah, <laughs> there's uh, there's there's at least two. There might be more. Might be less. No, there's not less. I know that. But anyway, yeah, might be Let's might see. be more. Who knows? Oh wait, they also they have Kane and Lynch also. Oh okay, that yeah. that got his. They got one one game more than it deserved. So that first game wasn't too bad. I, I it it had its problems, okay. but Hit, it was a fun co-op Hitman game. Hitman was there. Was it was their original game? Oh, okay. right. So yeah, I, yeah, I thought so. But anyway, yeah. So I mean, that's something. But so hopefully, if uh, Square does find somebody to buy them, they. Uh, they let them take the property with them because Square's got enough uh, got enough heavy hitters going on right now, and uh, they and IO did do a pretty good job, I think, with this new uh, with this new Hitman. I played a little bit of it. I actually watched uh, the thing that got me to buy it was um, Jason McMaster of uh, I think Unwinnable, and he's on uh, and and he's involved with uh, Quarter to Three. He he play, or he did one of the missions where you basically just get ejected at, or the your target you can force them to eject in a uh, in a fighter jet that's grounded and it just kills them that way. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's uh, I I like watching that game more than I like playing it. But it, it's it, yeah, they they have a lot of cool ideas in there for sure though. Yeah, and they did a lot of a lot of uh, cool stuff with the. Since it was like an episodic kind of like a season thing, they a lot of, releasing a lot of content over the year, over the throughout the year for people that, that actually were there from the from the get go. So yeah, there's a, and, yeah, there's a there's a lot of game in that game, and uh, you know it had like the uh, like the special targets or whatever they were. I forget what, it, it, but like you had a few days uh, or like a week or whatever to kill them. Yeah, they were called. Um, 
Which elusive targets. Elusive targets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they did a marvelous job of, if you were into that game, of drip-feeding you content, keeping you coming back, like, week after week. They they did a really great job. And just a lot of the inventive ways of being able to kill people, or, you know, kill your targets in that game is just, like... It's almost as if, like, if you you thought of it, they figured out a way to let it happen, basically. Like, it's one of the few games that I think, like, really kind of took that open-world concept and did something really cool with it. I mean, there's some, you know, it's not like Zelda where you can scale every wall or whatever, but basically like if there's a way that you think you might be able to kill a target you can do it it's pretty incredible that they thought of that because there are so many you know different ways you can do that and for them to have thought of everything it seems like i every podcast i've heard people talk about it and uh, i think it was porygon was playing that for a few like a few episodes and they kept trying shit that they're like oh there's no way this will fucking work and it worked every damn time so it's like i don't i don't know how they did it but so yeah, I'm really hoping that studio the, lands on their feet. Yeah, the decision to also make overhand chucking things at people more effective than guns was also a brilliant move on their part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah, just knocking the knocking people out with a fucking like can of soup is pretty great. <laughs> it's uh, or just chucking an axe halfway across the room into a dude's head. It's uh, yeah, it's there's a lot of that. That game does not take itself too serious. Like it takes itself seriously, but it totally doesn't take it, take itself seriously. Also, yeah. So. Yeah. If you really yeah. wanted to uh, get into the like narrative of that, you could play it as a very serious game. But I mean, the fact that you can like drown somebody in the toilet while they're after you make them throw up is pretty <laughs> silly. I mean, it's just like wow, yeah. that's that's like that is that that is something like I would have never even thought of trying. But they play tested it to make it work, and it's like oh, well that's that's creative as hell. I I, I, like I said my hats off to them on that one. So anyway. Um, I think that wraps it up. I don't. I don't have anything else here. So I, I was trying to get my brain to fire. What the hell I was trying to, th- or what I was thinking of before. But yeah, nothing. So. Oh, you know what? No, never mind. I got it. Two things, real quick. Uh, Tokyo RPG Factory, a uh, a, a studio oh, oh, within yes. Square Enix. Um, they 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 announced a lost lost sphere, spelled S P H. Yeah, it's here. Yeah, that I don't know. Anyway, um, JRPGs, guys, JRPGs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is a studio that I yeah. that did I am Setsuna. Um, they released the trailer for it, and man, let me say, this game looks like a bummer. <laughs> like, did you like Setsuna? I, I actually haven't played. Okay. I haven't like heard. It was, it was, I actually okay. haven't played it. So I heard it was like that. It was a passable RPG, nothing special. It's kind of what kind of the vibe I got from uh from it. Yeah, so. that's that's kind of the, it's kind of the like the general consensus I think, and it also seems to get a little stagnant. But um, I don't know, maybe I don't know. I, I'll give this a shot. And, it, and I, getting I am Setsuna is like it's one of those games that like when I get a Switch, I'm going to pick it up for the Switch because it's the perfect fit for a Switch. I think so. It just I couldn't ever justify putting it on my PS4 or my uh, or my PC. So I was like, I'll just and then you know the Switch version got announced. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. I'll get it on the Switch when I get a Switch. So. But yeah, if uh, if bummer RPGs are your thing, this uh, this this game should be your thing. Cause man, this thing seems like a bummer. Uh, I put a put the tra- or put a link to the trailer up on the site. So if you want to go check that out there. Um, also, if you are a fan of the River City Ransom, uh, otherwise known as the Kunio Kun games, uh, Natsume is bringing out two of them. The first one, hui. I don't know if I really want to try the the Japanese version of this, but uh, it's coming translated as River City Knights of Justice. 
that is basically like River City Ransom with uh, fantasy RPG elements built into it, which seems pretty silly. And I'm totally gonna try that. It's I think don't don't uh, don't hold me to this. I believe it's gonna come out for like ten dollars. So that is definitely one I'm gonna give a shot. Um, the second one that's coming out is a little bit more akin to like just River City Ransom. Uh, this one is River City uh, Rival Showdown. And uh, this is, God, you know, let me see. Let me see if I can get this. Uh, downtown Niketsu Motogatari. Monogatari? Monogatari. Nailed it. Go. Yep. I used to be actually be able to read uh, Japanese like halfway decently, like pronunciation-wise, but yeah, it's been a while since I've watched anime, and uh, it sort of has killed a lot of that. So anyway, um, yeah, so there's, there's two games that I'm looking forward to. The, uh, let's see. The Knights of Justice one is actually is coming out fairly soon, sometime this summer, and uh, I believe their community manager, CeCe, uh, said the uh, second one, uh, Rival Showdown, is coming later. So, not as soon, basically. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more, more details at yeah. E3, so. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, no, they, yeah. they, they said more details at E3. I, I, that doesn't mean there's going to be a release date at E3. Just there's going to be more details at E3. So there you go. Tune in to TGS this year. That's all I've got there. So last game night we did was uh, Rainbow Six Siege. That is now on this. Or actually, it's not on the site yet as of this recording, but I should have it on the site by the time this podcast goes up. So if you missed it there, you can check it out on the site. You can also check it out. Um, it's currently in our archive on Twitch, and it's also on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Uh, you can get to those things via the uh, Games and Junk main page. Uh, also, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else coming up here. There should be a scathing review from me uh, coming up here in a little <laughs> bit, say within the next week, week and a half. Uh, if if me not liking a game uh, is sort of your thing of like what I do as far as writing goes, uh, look forward to this one because boy, oh boy, do I am I playing a am it's I playing like a clunker? It's just like Beyond Two Souls level of anger. Um. Maybe more Final Fantasy All the Bravest at this point. Ooh. Yeah. Which I believe <laughs> yeah. might be our only one star. I thought I thought Gore gave one a one star recently. Like mm. Pip's Quest. Was that a one star review? Was that? I don't remember. God. I'm... Let's see. Uh, yeah. I've, I've only get my low. My lowest was a two. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, 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 if I see a one star pop up, that is uh, that is something I need to, if I, I have to read it very thoroughly to make sure I agree with the one yeah. star and yeah, yeah. Gore gave uh, adventures of Pip a one star. So, and based on what he, he wrote and we chatted about it back and forth a little bit, it, it seems to have warranted a one star. So I was, I was okay with running that. So but yeah, all the bravest was one. I just was like, I think that was one of the first games we did when we converted to a five star scale. And I was like, Oh, how convenient <laughs> <laughs> one star. <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things about that game. Oh, God. You know what? Yeah, if you're looking for a Final Fantasy mobile game that's, uh, like, you know, just, like, touches the nostalgia thing, just go with Record Keeper. I like that game a lot. I actually have been playing that for, like, mm, I messed with that a little bit when it came out. So. I did, too, and then I stopped playing it for months, uh, and then I've kind of recently got back into it, and I'm kind of digging it now. It, it's it's a lot of fun, so. Especially since I was still logging into it and building up, like, my Mithril and stuff like that so like i had a ton of money and mithril to, like build up characters so i've got a pretty halfway decent cast to play around with there now so but anyway uh yeah so i don't know why i broke into record keeper there oh that's right all the bravest so oh, god anyway 
which <laughs> woof is all I can say to that game. Um, God help you if you paid any money in that game. I you you have my deepest deepest sympathies. But anyway, um, so I don't know what our next game night is. We haven't decided that yet. So just kind of keep an eye out for us uh, Saturday, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get all the uh, we'll get all the usual uh, Twitter and Facebook posts going. I think I forgot to do those last time, so my apologies. But yeah, uh, we had a lot of fun doing this Rainbow Six one. Uh, there is a. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I recommend it. <laughs> there is a special, there is a special, special incident that happens in the second part of the game night. So at the very least, give that a go and just watch that because, boy howdy, I, I I try not to laugh too much at stuff that I'm involved in, but man, did I did I laugh at this one? It wasn't me specifically that did it. It was, we'll say somebody else involved. And, it wasn't it wasn't me either. Yeah, yeah, so we're narrowing the field down yeah. here quite a bit, but goddamn, yeah. was it was it yeah. funny? It had all of us rolling pretty good there, so. Um, anyway, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Ariel, John, John Lucero, seven, seven, seven. Correct. All right. And that about wraps it up for the show this week. So we will talk at you guys next week. Should have something. Yeah. Cause I'm hoping, sure? I'm, ho- I'm hoping, I'm hoping to have, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping to have this, uh, this game done by then. So I can, yeah. I can really go off for more than the minute and a half I did can... during the spoiler segment that we needed to extend out for, for near. So. Maybe, maybe some E3 predictions. That's that's next. That's the week after. So we'll oh. see. We'll, whatever. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I won't be on that one. I'll let you we'll guys figure it out. Or yeah, yeah, two weeks. Maybe I won't be on that one because uh, that's uh, I don't want to deal with E3. I really don't. So anyway, we will talk about you guys next week.